Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Hello and welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. I'm Michelle Beck. I'm a nine-year, two-time survivor of breast cancer. I work at Breast Friends of Oregon, and when I have time, I write at a blog called I Never Liked Pink. Today, I'm so excited for you to listen and hear all this amazing information, and my guest today is just a doll. Her name is Claire Paxman. She is the brand ambassador and Director of Global Training for Paxman Scalp Cooling. And today we're going to talk about the what, the why, and the how of preventing hair loss through chemotherapy, which can be such a challenging time for so many. And I'm so fortunate that I was introduced to Claire last year by a friend of mine, another guest who was on the show. And we'll, we'll I'm sure mention her a bit later. Her name's Erica Detar, and she has an organization which helps locals here in Portland, Oregon cover the costs. Um, because she went through this as well and knows how challenging it can be. But Claire is, anyway, when I met her, we've talked multiple times and I love her energy and her spirit. And we'll get into this about how this company was formed and why, and it's so personal to her. So I just want to get started and welcome Claire. And can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, what an introduction. Thank you so much. So hi, um, as you said, my name's Claire Paxman. I am one of the family members of the founders of Paxman Scalp Cooling and incredibly passionate about helping people and making people aware that there is such a, um, a treatment exists. And I'm, as you can probably tell from my accent, um, I'm, from, I'm from that old England. I'm across the water, um, but obviously we are established in, in the U.S., and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's as much about me, unless you want a little bit more personal details. <laughs> well, I know them already. And I just just knowing you for what little I do, um, I just can't wait to come visit and meet you. So, <laughs> But let is, let's talk about what does Paxman scalp cooling? Oh, actually, first, how did breast cancer come into your life? So um, that was down to my beautiful uh, late mum, which is kind of where where and why we do what we do as well. So my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer uh, age 36. Um, and uh, that's, yeah, that's when when initially breast cancer first came in, into, uh, into our lives and into my life. Um, and subsequently later on when she was um, re- re-diagnosed and, and had secondaries. So it's, it's been a, a huge part, part of, of my life, of our life and, and continues to be so in, in now helping people who have breast cancer. And I love that because unfortunately we have lost your mother and it was obviously a very emotional journey for you, but that is how Paxman scalp cooling came to be. So can you tell us about what the, what your organism, what your company does? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we are a medical device and ultimately we um, help people to retain their hair during their chemotherapy. So we're reducing and limiting chemotherapy induced alopecia um, we also know and can clinically prove that your hair actually it, scalp cooling helps promote regrowth as well. So it's you know looking at scalp cooling beyond hair retention. So we're, we're, we're helping people to retain, but also helping them to um, helping for the hair to grow back thicker and faster as well. So that's 
that's what Paxman is and that's what we do. It's amazing because this technology did not exist and your company is, there are other companies out there, but your company is the preeminent company in the world really that's doing this and helping people to not lose their hair. It's such an important part of our identities, especially as women were yeah. We're so connected to our hair. That was one yeah. of the things I was so scared about. Honestly, when I have, I've been diagnosed twice and both times I'm like, do I have to have chemo? And it wasn't even so much the chemo that scared the crap out of me is, well, I lose my hair because yeah. I'm like, I have a lot of hair and it's, you know, people, it's one of the things people compliment me on most is my hair, even though it makes me crazy. But um, <laughs> it, it literally, I was terrified. And the fact that you and your family have developed this company and continued it on is, is really amazing. So, and the history of it is fabulous. So tell me how it actually came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so scalp cooling itself or cold cap treatment has, has been around for a a very long time, sort of even back in the seventies, people had tourniquets put on the heads or like frozen peas because (laughs) the, the, yeah, the, 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 thought and they what people wanted to do was um reduce the blood flow to those to those hair follicles um but so when when my beautiful late mum sue was diagnosed um just like yourself and as you've just described the this prospect of losing her hair absolutely terrified her now um in the uk we have been using scalp cooling for many many years in in different in you know in different forms um, and it just so happened that they had a device um, at the hospital my mum was was being treated at. So she did try it, but unfortunately it was a, an older primitive type and subsequently didn't work for her. So when my mum was, um, you know, firsthand really distressed, it's actually the first time that she cried and I stood in the bathroom aged 14 and, and literally cut it all off for her. Um, which was horrendous, absolutely horrendous thing to do. But my dad, Glenn Paxman, who's our founder and chairman, um, you know, already a successful businessman, um, saw how completely and utterly distressed that that she was, and saw really the um, the, the faults or, or the um, why, why the current method wasn't working as effectively. Um, and that's because, as a family, we have uh, over 70, 80 years of refrigeration experience in the drinks dispense industry. So to the point AKA where, beer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so to the point that my wonderful grandfather, Eric Paxman, actually um, developed a and, and, and invented a, a, a beer cooler, an ice bank beer cooler. So having that knowledge and understanding of, of cooling liquids and maintaining that temperature. That's what all the old methods were um, not successful in doing. And, and also there were other tasks such as being very, very labor intensive for nursing staff, very, very uncomfortable um, for the people actually wearing them and going through the treatment. Um, and yeah, so that was the point. It was kind of, if it was a cartoon character, it would literally have had a light bulb would have shone on the top of his head saying, ha ha, I can make <laughs> something that works. I'm going to make something that worked. And, you know, with the help of um, his brother, my uncle, Neil Paxman, um, who is, you know, literally a guru when it comes to refrigeration, um, they they set about developing the Paxman system. Um, some very different to what we have now, um, but the principles were there. You know, it was 
um, it, it was effective in in cooling the scalp. So that's when our the majority of the big work work started for us. The major work started because we we didn't have any uh, clinical data to support it, and very limited, in fact, no um, um, knowledge or or uh, understanding of chemotherapy. Um, and also very um, limited in, in medical device um, supply and working with hospitals. But it's very different now. It's a very different story now. <laughs> so that was obviously a huge undertaking. And unfortunately, it wasn't able to benefit your mother. But I'm sure with your father as the founder and you said chairman, um, your brother, Richard, is that right? Is the CEO. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. How does that keep your spirit of your mom with you? Oh gosh, wow, yeah. So, so my mom, my mom did actually before her cancer. Re- well, when her cancer reoccurred, we did actually have the device. Um, she did get to use it, but unfortunately, it didn't work for her. Um, and that was just because it was very early days. The, sure. the chemotherapy that she was having was was palliative it was very uh, you know it was a strong regime um and she did lose her hair but in the interest of um research um she did actually continue to use she did use it and continue to use it and her hair did actually start to grow back so which was um which was you know great to see but yeah she she um sadly died uh, on october the 31st in the year 2000 so it's 22 years ago and she was only 44 years old which is mm. absolutely no age but as you say you know her legacy lives on everything that we do that my my wonderful brother rich who as i say is our ceo is at the helm is you know, it's incredible. And, um, you know, I'm so lucky that I get to work with him every single day in our mum's memory and we keep her memory alive. You know, everyone that gets access to Paxman, everyone that gets to, to retain their hair or have the opportunity to retain their hair is my mum's legacy. And and, and whenever I'm, I'm talking about, you know, like this now, or whenever I'm, um, talking on other subjects or, or other platforms, um, I will, you know, always speak about her. It's it's integral in our training. We actually talk about the company history in our in our training, and uh, yeah, it's 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 brilliant that we get to keep her her memory and her name alive, um, and through through everything that we do. So yeah, she's with us. She's with us every day. She's with us all the time. Pictures of her, the video that's on our website, you know, so people know what she's like. I, everybody says I'm the, I look just like her. I'm a, I'm a um, brunette version of her. My mum had naturally curly hair. It was blonde. She had blue eyes. I've got the dark eyes and the, but the naturally curly hair. And everyone says that it, I am just, just like her. So it's, yeah. Yes, from the from the photographs that I've seen, you you two are, are twins, other than the hair color and <laughs> just stunning. And I'm sure it must have just been really awful for her to have to go through that, in addition to the the devastating cancer, but the hair loss. And what made your your father and your uncle really decide that, like, okay, we're gonna turn this into a company to help other people because as you said, there was not a lot of research. There were you, you know, you had no experience in medical devices. And what was the the impetus to say, hey, we're going to do this? It was absolutely, ultimately, my mum and seeing 
how utterly distressed she was. I mean, she she was an incredible woman anyway and was so, so unbelievably strong. But to see the impact that it had on her as, as an individual, as a woman, as a mother was was huge and so that was absolutely the the drive with that with you know to say that we just had the refrigeration experience but no other experience uh, and and you know that was completely and utterly was the the, the drive and knowing that my mum was not a singular person who felt like this that this is echoed all over the world everywhere and and so it was that need and desire to want to help to want to make a difference and want to make sure that people don't have to go through the the trauma of hair loss. Well, as, as like you had mentioned earlier, you actually helped your mother shave her head and cut all of her hair off when she was going through this. So it has yeah. left a, a lasting impression on you as well. And I, I, neither of us have actually gone through chemo, but we've seen the effects of what it can do to women. And I'm sure, you know, with your time at, at Paxman, but you've also seen how your your product, your device can change that for so many women. Yeah, absolutely. So it is amazing. Let's also, um, I want to talk about how the process actually works. So yes. you, I know there are a few different names out there for it. Some people say cold capping, but yours, you refer to it as scalp cooling. And I think I know the difference, but can you kind of explain <laughs> what's going on there with the the how your system works. Yeah, of course. So um, we, we're kind of adopting the cold capping as well now because it's become more of a, a universal um, description and, and uh, for, for the actual treatment itself, whether it's at, you know, whether you're using an individual um, iced cap or whether you're using a refrigerated system with a cap attached to it, which is what Paxman is. So um, yeah, we have a, a small, compact refrigerated unit which is sits in the infusion center next to your infusion chair and then we have a soft silicon cap which comes in uh, a different number of different sizes um, and that then um, is what is worn during the chemotherapy so it's worn um, for a period of time before um, during your infusion and then for a period of time afterwards depending on what drug that you're on and that pumps the special liquid coolant um, into this cap and subsequently cools the scalp. So effectively what we are trying to do and how scalp cooling works is because chemotherapy or, or, or a cancerous tumour is a rapidly dividing cell. Um, so a chemo, the chemotherapy targets all rapidly dividing cells in the body. It cannot differentiate between that nasty cancerous cell and, uh, um, and a healthy cell. So your hair is your second fastest dividing cell in the body. So 90% of the time it's in its active growth phase, which is also known as its antigen phase. So what we're trying to do in the, the, the few mechanisms of how, um, how and proven mechanisms of how scalp cooling works is, first of all, vasoconstriction. So we're trying to l- limit the blood flow um, or we are limiting the blood flow um, to the scalp, which is carrying that chemotherapy drug. And it lessens it down to 20 to 40 percent. So that means that less chemotherapeutic drug is actually getting uh, to that hair follicle. Um, then what we know is that um, and that also um, has a, a, an effect on the, the actual diffusion of the drug across that 
plasma membrane to the to the hair follicle. What we also know is that by cooling those cells to a certain temperature of around, uh, uh, I'm having to do, I nearly did my Celsius then. <laughs> but um, yeah, so to around um, 68 to 72 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, then the actual cells um, lay dormant, stop ra- rapidly dividing. Um, so that's the two sort of main mechanisms of, of, how, of how scalp cooling works. So pr- ultimately, protecting the hair follicles from the adjuvant effects of the chemotherapy. Perfect. Okay. Well, I want to talk about um, the the older fashioned method, I guess, when we get back, because I want to explain yeah. the difference. So, but we do need to take a quick break. Listeners, please stay with us. If you would like to help Breast Friends continue on its mission to ensure that women don't go through cancer alone, you can donate on our website, breastfriends.org, or you can text BF radio to 41444. Or if you or a loved one need our help, please go on our website to patient programs and see what we can do for you. Please stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. I'm Claire Paxman, brand ambassador for Paxman Scout Cooling. Through my mum, I experienced the detrimental impact that hair loss during cancer treatment can have on someone's sense of identity. I am passionate in spreading the word about how scalp cooling can help those going through chemo treatment to retain hair and to gain a degree of control at this most difficult time in their lives. Listen in to the Breast Friends Cancer Support Network Wednesday at 9am Pacific, March the 2nd, 2022, and hear more about how you can address this devastating side effect. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle Beck, and my guest is Claire Paxman. Paxman Scalp Cooling, and we are talking about the what, 
the how, the why of preventing hair loss due to chemotherapy. And before break, we just talked about the Paxman method where you have the the coolant machine, which actually looks like a a room air conditioner that you can just (laughs) kind of roll around. I was looking at pictures yesterday. I'm like, that looks like what's in my bedroom, but for a completely different reason for hot flashes instead of keeping my hair. And so that's connected to the your the silicone cap during the chemotherapy process. But can you kind of explain what I guess was formerly or still known as the other process, which I think most people know is cold capping? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the difference is, um, so you, you have, so there's two, there's a couple of different methods, but they're known as, as either gel caps or, or uh, ice caps. Um, and some of them are, are um, kept in chest freezers and they are individual caps, or um, another method in, in which is used in, in the US where they don't have um, Paxman systems is where it's dry ice. So the, the caps are sort of flattened and they um, come in a dry ice box and then they need to be sort of manipulated into a shape and then they're placed on the head. But the, the ultimate um, difference and, and aim of those is, is to do the same, to cool the scalp and protect those hair follicles. But the difference with those is because they're not connected to any form of refrigeration, um, they they have to be changed. They have to be changed over every, um, some, some are 20 minutes, some are 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, and so. Incredibly labor intensive for, oh, yeah. for the, the chemotherapy, the infusion nurses, because they're busy doing other things. And yeah. yes, they, they can help with this, but I mean, both systems require training, but I mean, your system just seems like a no brainer. Like this is the way to go. Well, yeah. So the, the the actual hospitals facilities don't have the 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 other versions, the cold caps. They don't adopt those, or they don't have anything to do with them. Um, the what happens with those is that patients will actually bring them themselves into um, the infusion clinic and they will operate. So they usually have what's classed as a kappa. Now that might be special, <laughs> or it might be a family member, or you know okay. somebody to help. Mm-hmm get these caps ready and actually swap and change them, change them out. Um, The difference with, with the Paxman system is that it is set up within the um, um, hospitals, within the facilities. They do have the the machines. Um, The infusion nurses are trained on how to actually operate the machines and connect the, connecting the caps, the caps themselves. Um, once you have paid for your treatment, um, our pharmacy dispatch the caps to the patient's home. And this is obviously in the US. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, then it's there. It's it, We kind of put the onus and, and um, on the, the individual, the patient, the individual of the, of the patient for them to actually fit their own cap. So we get them to practice a, a minimum of, of three times. So when they go to the infusion centre, they um, they will actually prepare their own hair and fit their own cap, and then the infusion nurses uh, will then attach them to the system. Depending on on which infusion centre it is, you know, some of the nurses are very much hands on as well, and will and will help. But we just feel it's it's also an, a, a thing that it's something that's in their control, and you know, there's nobody better that knows how well a cap fits than than you as an individual. But we have lots of supporting information, such as tutorial videos, 
Um, my Instagram is a source of help as well. So I've got a bit of a slower video and show best tips on on how to get a really good good cat fit as well. Because it's in our vested interest. You know, we we want this to work for people. We want this um, people to feel supported. Um, so, you know, whether you are providing the treatment or whether you're an individual that's going through the treatment that, you know, that you Paxman will support you, um, whichever journey you're on uh, and to help you and to make sure you get the best out of your treatment. Yeah, there really are videos all over the place and, and instructional. And what is your Instagram and the Paxman Instagram? So Paxman Instagram is at scalp cooling and my own Instagram is at Claire.Paxman. Perfect. And there is also, there's videos on YouTube, there's, and on the website, there's a lot of instructional information and that the listeners can go out and find because it's super helpful. And I mean, I figured out how I would do it if I ever needed to, but uh, are there any adverse reactions to this? So there, so the, um, Typical reactions or, or, or any adverse reactions that people can experience through this is, is um, headaches, um, you know, feeling, feeling cold. Um, some people may find um, there's a little bit of dizziness or sleepiness. But a lot of what they are can be the, the transient. They're not throughout the whole, the whole of the treatment and they can be combated in, in one way or another. So what we really strongly um, advocate is is for people to use some form of protection on their forehead. So in their cat kits, mm-hmm. they do receive a fabric headband. Um, if the fabric headband doesn't quite work for them, then using cotton rounds um, or even sort of um, a sort of medical gauze or something, as long as they have something underneath the cap, uh, because it comes a little bit lower down than the hairline and it's where it can be touching the skin. That's where people find it can be uncomfortable um, and unnecessarily uncomfortable. So as long as they have something protecting the forehead, that can help alleviate um, that uncomfortable feeling. Headaches, you can have some um, pain relief uh, to, to help with that. And just, you know, simple things like drinking warm drinks, dressing warmly, all of these things help. Mm-hmm. And people do sort of tend to find that and or they, they, they absolutely do find that the first 10 to 15 minutes is when people struggle um and that's just because your scalp is being taken down in temperature in quite a fast succession and you know in, in from the, your average scalp temperature uh down to that 64 to 72 sorry um and yeah it's it's so that's why it can feel uncomfortable. It's, it's, you can liken it to sort of, you know, if you go in the sea and it's really cold. Um, yeah, but then you, you get used to it. Your body, your it. body adjusts. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you, so so this, is, this is where we are a little bit different in how we um, say things. So I say acclimatize <laughs> over the pond. <laughs> But you guys say acclimate. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and you, you absolutely do. And people do generally find that after sort of 15, 20 minutes, um, they, have, they have got used to it. Perfect. Are there, has there been any, I'm sure there's been studies. What about the possibility since you're freezing these cells on your scalp to prevent the, you know, the chemo from killing your, your hair follicles. I'm, I'm saying this in very layman's terms. I apologize, <laughs> but is it possible for scalp metastasis? Um, okay. Since the, the cancer, you know, you're, you're trying to kill the cancer, but you're freezing those cells. Could the, 
It, you know what I'm, you know what I'm asking. Of course, of course. But I am going to slightly correct you there, Michelle, Please. because mm-hmm. remember, we're not freezing those hair follicles. That's a, that's a common cooling. You're cooling them. Cooling them. them. Yeah, it. we're cooling them. But we're not completely restricting that blood flow. So if you remember, I said about the vasoconstriction, we're limiting the blood flow. Got so it. chemotherapy is still getting to those hair follicles and is still getting to the scalp that's why people um do still lose hair when they when they go through this treatment so but there have been a number of studies and one of the most recent ones um was a a, a meta-analysis systemic systematic um review and meta-analysis of looking at uh, a large number of patients who'd there was um over a thousand in each group of of who'd not had scalp cooling versus who had had scalp cooling and the occurrence of scalp metastases. I mean, it's the, the chances of getting scalp metastases anywhere is less than 1%. In this meta-analysis, it actually looked at the, the um, percentage of scalp metastases that had occurred in the non-cooled arm was uh, 0.61. Um, and then in the, in the scalp cooled arm was 0.41. So it was, you know, actually, sorry, that was, that's the other way around. Sorry, I do apologize. But, but my point being is that it was a 0.2% difference. So that proved and showed that it's no statistical difference and Mm -hmm. that having scalp cooling does not increase your chances of, of developing scalp metastases. Perfect. Thank you for correcting me because I have cancer brain and there's some things (laughs) that, no, even if I hear them two minutes prior, it still goes in and out of my brain. (laughs) Um, And so since the, since it is cooling and what is the efficacy of your device? Okay. So it is uh, determined on uh, and dependent on what chemotherapy drug regime that you are having um so the drug regimes in the categories of that that cause the most hair loss is you've got your anthracyclines which is such as epirubicin doxirubicin and then you've got your taxanes which is such drugs as docetaxel or pacliotaxel they're again they're all abbreviated into other kind of different words but so we do see varying different results with the tax uh, with the taxins. We see much greater success, so seventy to eighty percent. Sometimes, in some cases, more. With the anthracyclines, it's much more around thirty to forty percent. So it's it's um, you know less successful. So what we do say, and to manage expectations, is that you have a fifty percent chance of retaining fifty percent or more of your hair. Because as I mentioned, and I just alluded to before, hair loss does still occur with scalp cooling. Mm-hmm. But um, the versus uh, cooling versus no cooling is, is the, you know, the chance of retaining 50% or, or more of your hair. Um, but as I also mentioned as well, and what we're really trying to sort of um, get the message out there is, is because some people might think, well, I'm not going to bother because I'm having an anthracycline because my percentages are much, much less. But it's the fact that we can now clinically prove that your hair will grow back thicker and faster within a shorter period of time. It's actually around 12 weeks. We've had people who have um, experienced they're on their second second diagnosis um, and second line of treatment and uh, 
previously they didn't cool this this next time they had cooled and you know some people have lost 80% of their hair if not or sometimes more we've even had like one a couple of ladies who shaved but then that's when they've had the EC but then when they've gone on to the taxol they've started to see hair regrowth and then the hair regrowth occurs occurs after, after as well much quicker to the point where they've said the sort of four to five months ahead of before so it's how I, what I was mentioning before about looking at the benefits of scalp cooling beyond hair retention whilst you're going through chemo. It's the benefits after as well. So, you know, it's, that's a huge incentive to absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. definitely something that I see is so many women, they struggle for how long it takes for their hair to come back. Yeah. And, but if you, you know, trying this, even if you have the odds of retaining 50%, 50% chance of retaining 50% of your hair, I'd go for that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have, it, you, you yeah. won't, re- you, you wouldn't retain any if, if, you know, if, if you, if you don't, the other thing as well, I, I, I really like to use this opportunity to mention as well is that there is, um, if, if you having, uh, the drug docetaxel and you're having a high dose, so cumulative over your treatments of, of, um, of 400 micrograms per meter squared, it has been associated with a risk, a 10% risk of persistent, um, chemotherapy induced alopecia so you know and that's where your hair never grows back properly but by but we we've we've seen that that um, the toxicity is lessened um when when you scalp cool with the with that drug so in a, in effect it you know it should always be um, be provided scalp cooling if you're having that dose and that drug that's amazing can say if someone is going through they have two diagnoses years apart. Can you yeah. do scalp cooling more than once? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can do it more more than once. There's no um, there's there's no uh, contraindications with with not being able to scalp cool um, on on second line treatment. I love that because unfortunately the numbers percentages of reoccurrence are average thirty percent, but with so many different kinds of cancer, they're they're higher and. Yeah. So that is something that's really positive. So you can continue to help the women as they go forward. What kind of reactions? Um, I know you, you're a brand ambassador and you do training. So a lot of internal stuff, and I'm sure you've talked to so many women who've gone through this. How, how are their reactions about being able to use the, the scalp cooling? Yeah, well, I help, um, I help people on an individual basis, on a, on a weekly basis, um, and, and have done uh, many occasions over the years. In fact, some, some people have become friends. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they, the reactions are just, well, <laughs> they make me cry, to be honest, and, and we're all incredibly um, grateful for what, you know, what people do say. And this, you know, to the point where it, it allowed me to live with my diagnosis. It allowed me to go to work. Uh, and not have to tell people. Um, I could, uh, some people even go as far as not wanting to tell the children, which is absolutely their, um, you know, their prerogative. And Mm -hmm. so it allowed them to do that. But it just allowed them normality. It allowed them to um, not look at uh, themselves in a mirror and see a cancer patient. And Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's very, very heartwarming, all of the wonderful stories and thanks that we get. I love that. We do have more to talk about, but we're going to take another quick break. Listeners, if you would like to be a guest on the show, or if you would like to send me your warrior story of inspiration and how cancer may have changed your life for the better, please email me at michellebeck at breastfriends.org. And we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back and thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle Beck, and my guest is Claire Paxman, and we are talking about the what, how, why, and all of the benefits of scalp cooling, which Paxman does. So, Claire, we've talked about so many things so far, but I wanted to talk about something which is probably on many people's mind. Does insurance cover something like this? I know we're in different parts of the world, but I know you have some experience with the U.S. and how how we work. So, how does that generally work? So at the moment, um, it's not nationally covered um, by insurance. Bastards. However, we were. <laughs> so, however, um, we this this is um, the landscape of this is changing. Um, there have been a number of successful um, uh, applicants of, of patients who have who have submitted um, for refunds during. Um, uh, their treatment or after their treatment, should I say. And some of the insurance companies have have either part pay, part subsidized, or but the 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 main thing is um is that we have now been um issued CPT codes. Um oh that's from, great. That makes it yeah. so much easier to submit because you have to have that that those codes. Absolutely. So that was incredible for us um, towards the back end of of last year um, or the middle of last year. And yeah, and so things are things are changing and it uh, is looking as well that um, it will start off with um, Medicaid, who will be um, um, actually covering scalp cooling as from um, later on this year. Um, which is wonderful, and it's going to obviously change the landscape and make it might make it more accessible. And then we hope that then the the private insurance companies then will uh, will follow suit as well. So we kind of we kind of changing our um, how we do our enrolments to adapt to this. Um, but but all of this is 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 coming soon. So it's it's really really promising, which means much greater access um, for for people to have to have the treatment. And that would be amazing. And I hope there are women legislators out there who are going to be pushing this. And not that it doesn't affect men, but I I feel like hair is very different for, for many men versus women. But 
insurance companies, they cover the cost of things like reconstruction to get women back to where they're feeling in a somewhat normal state, which is tens of thousands of dollars. And that is not how much this costs. It's a pittance compared to what, what that is. And it really would help women so much overall, as you said, this, the stories you've heard from your patients that it's just allows them this whole different cancer experience, which is really positive. Yeah. Well, the great thing is, and the great thing that that has helped us with this is that it is now um, nationally recognized on the NCCN guidelines for both breast cancer and for ovarian cancer as well. So, um, you know, that, that, massively helps in terms of people recognizing the importance of it and that it is a you know a, a part of the standards of, of cancer care um, and that's what you know ultimately we are absolutely aiming for but there are you know some incredible um, foundations that um, that have set up uh, to to help with um, subsidizing or, or you know help funding scalp cooling for for people as well which there's uh, one incredible one in your area, which I know mm-hmm. you, um, as you alluded to earlier, uh, you had the fabulous Erica Dittar, uh from One Nine B Strong, um, and uh, yeah, Erica successfully used uh, the Paxman system when she was going through her her treatment, her breast cancer treatment, um, and afterwards she just wanted she was lucky to be able to afford it, um, but afterwards her and her husband, who are just a phenomenal team, um, a wonderful, as you well know, because she's, mm-hmm. she's a friend yes. now. <laughs> um, and I'm not, I haven't met them yet, but I can't wait. To, um, but yeah, they, they've now set up the, the fabulous uh, foundation, One Nine Be Strong, and uh, to help to fund people um, who can't afford it within within your area. So, um, it, which is which is fantastic, and it's. It just, again, makes it more accessible for people, which is just just wonderful. And we're so grateful for for people like Erica and, and Josh. And there is a national foundation as well called Hair to Stay. Um, and again, if, if people aren't in your Oregon area, then please do go onto our website, which is coldcap.com. And there is a list of, of other foundations and subsidiary foundations that have set up um, that uh, that may be available in, in your area as well. Perfect. What is, how, so, sorry, my brain has all these questions running in it. Um, <laughs> from my knowledge, you have to start this, your first treatment. So you need to be ready to go. And it can be challenging for some because some women go in, they, they meet their oncologist, they have all their tests and they're like, okay, you're starting chemo next week. Um, yeah. That can be challenging, I imagine, if to make sure that your infusion room has the the systems and things like that. What if, you know, say a patient is going to go have surgery first and then chemo later, and they are interested in scalp cooling, but they're it's not offered? What do they do? So we uh, obviously there is time, and absolutely, as you've just mentioned, there there's, there is time constraints. But we will ultimately do anything to to try and help and and work with their oncologist and the facility to to see if if it's a possibility to introduce Paxman. So if if anybody is in that position, then um, please do speak to your oncologist, to your physician. Um, reach out to us um, at our email addresses, provide an introduction, and, and we are 
always readily available to to speak to them and talk to them about the process and how how you know um Paxman can be set up in in your facility and like as obviously listeners know you are in based in the UK but you do have operations here in the US with um you know people people on the ground boots on the ground let's say who really are working on the US side of it the training the proliferation and really getting the information out there. So it's not just where you're at in the UK. You're really focusing on getting this as much around the world as you can. Yeah, absolutely. So we, yes, our, obviously our HQ and, um, and the senior leadership team are, are dotted around to be, to be fair. We manufacture in the UK, um, but we do have, we are set up as Paxman US. So we have our, we have um, our head office as well in, in um, our, our office in Houston. And then we have a number of, we have uh, the fabulous Karen Buck, who is our um, VP of US operations um, and then, yeah, we have all of our site and training managers um, there who are there to help with the looking after all of the hospitals, facilities, provide the training, provide support. Um, we also ha- actually have patient liaisons as well. So people will, so, such as the fabulous Shauna and, and um, Leah, who have both been through um, both uh, breast cancer um, survivors um, and have also both used Paxman. Uh, so they are our patient liaison and, and are available if you need help with your cap fitting or you need support or hand holding for your treatment. You know, we, we have a full infrastructure set up um, across the pond over there uh, to help and to be there as a as, as support for whether you're a facility or a patient. I love that having the patient liaisons as women who understand and not that you don't understand, but actually having sat in that chair with their scalp cooling on their cap on their head and they understand they've, they've actually been through the process and I imagine can just give a really a great perspective for patients that are, you know, have questions. And so that's, that's really amazing. What is coming up next for Paxman on the horizon and maybe improving the efficacy of the systems? Yeah. So, and just, just on, on, from what you were saying, Michelle, there is nothing more valuable than peer to peer support. Yes, absolutely not. And it's, it's something that we, we are very proud of and, uh, and advocate a lot. So what's on the horizon? Um, gosh, lots and lots, but we, so a few years ago, we actually invested into our local university who we've worked with for a number of years, but um, we are now have, or we officially opened the world's first scout cooling research and innovation center. And nice. we've been very busy. Yeah. And it's a dedicated center looking at scout cooling research and innovation. And, you know, our goal to, to improve the effectiveness is, is absolutely priority. We want it to be, you know, minimum 80% success across the board, not this 50%. Um, and, and even our goal of chasing zero hair loss. Um, so there's lots of different things that we're doing to help achieve that. So we've always used genetically modified cells with our cell temperature testing, but now we actually cultivate real life hair follicles. So we can exactly see ex- exactly what happens to that hair follicle when you're delivering chemotherapy to it. Um, also the proteins that are, that are, um, are given off, et cetera, um, which then help us to better understand how we can further protect and particularly with those anthracyclines. 
We've also um, been doing studies and developed a topical agent, which is used to, in, in conjunction with the cooling, enhances and further protects that hair follicle. Because we know it doesn't work for everybody, and some people are natural hotheads, if you like. So by having this topical agent, which used in conjunction with the scalp cooling, can further protect um, those hair follicles, again, from the chemotherapy. And we're also really investing our time into further developing our caps, which will be much more bespoke and, and much more detailed in terms of different head shapes and sizes. So all of these different things that we're doing will help to attribute towards our goal of zero hair loss or certainly improving the, the effectiveness. Um, we are also working with the University of, of Singapore and have started prelimi preliminary uh, testing and trials on a cooling and compression device for peripheral neuropathy. So oh my gosh, that would be amazing because that is such a problem for so many who go through any type of chemotherapy. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a debilitating lifelong side effect mm -hmm. you know it, it doesn't go away just like oh. the hair will grow back this is um uh, you know this is something that 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 lasts forever so yeah so we've developed so it's another extension to Paxman and we've um developed uh, a, a system in conjunction with the University of Singapore so watch this space with that one as well folks I, I'm sorry. I still can't. I, I'm dying to like see the hair follicles. Like I can't get my head away from the picture of growing hair follicles in the lab to do the testing. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll send you a picture. I'll, Please. Uh, I'll send I, you I, a picture of a dice. This is what we do. I and mean, we dissect them so that we can mm -hmm. get more out of them. So yeah, I'll, I'll send you some slides on what I'm, a dissected uh, real life hair follicle looks like. <laughs> I'm so glad there are people out there who do this because it is so far out of my wheelhouse. I'm like, every, everyone has their specialty and mine is obviously talking. Um, but it, is, <laughs> it is definitely not growing hair follicles. <laughs> no, we um, leave that up to the to our Paxman scientists. To yes. the, yeah, to the fabulous people that we work with at the University of, of Huddersfield. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, I will confess, you know, I was really sort of science wasn't my wasn't um a strong point for me when I was at school oh, gosh, um, no. but uh but now I'm you know when, when we get chance to go to the labs or we get chance to um when we get actually the the data and the clinical findings um read back to us I'm always a bit like oh I wish I'd concentrated more but, uh, <laughs> but still at the same time it's it's incredibly fascinating and again you know this is groundbreaking world's first research and science that we're doing and this is us that's doing this and again you know all in all in my mum's memory and just um has, has come from such a, a, a tragedy um it's, it's just it's, it's wonderful <laughs> it's it great. is it's it's finding science that rocks <laughs> I'm going to put that on the show notes, hashtag science rocks. Science um, rocks. One thing I know that Paxman does is you partner with a lot of small organizations and nonprofits out there who are helping, including Breast Friends. Paxman is sponsoring the show for the month of March, and I'm so thankful for that. And we're doing <laughs> some, some different partnerships at the same time that this show is actually airing. I'm going to be on a Facebook Live with Claire, so talking about um, Breast Friends and things like that. So we'll post that too. And 
I love technology that these are actually going to go live at the same time. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, so thank you for that. Um, but gosh, we are almost out of time. So I want to make sure, again, that our listeners know all the different ways to find you and Pla- Paxman on Instagram, Claire.Paxman. And then also at Scalp Cooling. So those are two separate ones. Uh, Facebook, it's Paxman Scalp Cooling. And you also have the website coldcap.com. And that the coldcap.com, that's the the consumer-facing website with all the instructional and the informational. um, If you go to paxmanscalpcooling.com, you'll get there. But... Absolutely. But the, the, the most, yeah, the, the, um, the, the better one for people who are interested is, is, and the patient facing one is coldcap.com. Perfect. Um, we do have a few more seconds. Why is it so important for Paxman to give back in this way to help small companies? So we want, it, there's so much synergies with, between, us Paxman and and people like yourselves we all want to help people through their cancer diagnosis and you know it it, it absolutely makes sense for us to partner together um and it's it, it we want to help and we want to help um to to give that you that platform as well and to help you to uh to to function and be able to um to do what the incredible work that you do so <laughs> Well, again, thank you, Claire. And thank you to all of Paxman and your family for starting this amazing organization and all of you for keeping it up because it's so innovating and helps so many people. So thank you. Listeners, if you or a loved one need our services, please visit breastfriends.org. You can donate on our website or by texting BF Radio to 41444 to ensure that women do not go through cancer alone. You can find our podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast or on Voice America. And we'll be back next week. Until then, remember, we rise by lifting each other. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Please join Michelle Beck again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other.